Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in Southern Idaho. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And uh, in the studio this morning on Heart of the Athlete is Paul Venizel. Thanks for having me in studio. I should say coach because you coached, right? Coach and author and right. now a broadcaster. I'm doing some uh, doing some football and basketball games, too, oh, really? throughout the state. Yeah. Where's that? Uh, I did some games for IdahoSports.com, and now I'm doing it for the National Federation of High school uh sports the That's network right. those guys have taken over that part of the they, hsa yep the, contract, the right? network so i'm doing uh, girls basketball this week and boys basketball uh state tournament right. in a couple weeks we have the state tournament we do and the finals are um tonight and uh so we're excited about that the state finals that's right and uh so but um so paul i know you and i we got we met each other, I don't know, seven, eight years ago? That's correct. And is that when you first moved here to Idaho? I've been in Idaho about 13, 14 years, but yeah, we got hooked up through a FCA coaches, a baseball coaches huddle. That's right. And uh, that, I know you got uh, Steve Miller uh, laid it on his heart, got connected with you, and you guys, mostly that's made up of 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 baseball coaches, youth coaches, right? That's correct. So uh, Saturday mornings in the spring during baseball season, uh, there's about a half a dozen of us or so that get together in Meridian and visit about uh, games and strategy and kids and parents. And it's a it's a great conversation. But there's also a couple of curriculums that we follow as well, like 3D or three-dimensional coach mm-hmm. is one of them too. But it's just a great opportunity to get together and, and visit and pray and, and share stories and uh, and follow God's word. Yeah. Well, that's neat. I know I usually try to get out there once or twice in the spring and visit you guys. And so you guys meet at 7 a.m. at the coffee studio there on Highway 20 or Shinden. Correct. Uh, over there, kind of, it's in between what, Locust Grove and... Yeah, kind of near uh, Ambrose. Yeah. Kind of if you Ambrose. get over there by uh, by the Ambrose School yeah. that's there. And that's usually a, a springtime. We've been doing that, I think, uh, four or five years now, I think. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, you know how it is. I mean, sometimes those things that coaches go through and it's, it's, it's good to be together with the coaches that are following the Lord and, and really trying to, and, you know, have application from the word of God. And like these studies you mentioned, the, the doing sports God's way with Ron Brown and, and Gordon Teeson, who've put that together. Uh, and uh, I know you guys went through that Grant Taff. Grant Taff is, uh, he used to be he was a football coach at Baylor and a few other places, Richmond. And I think, yeah, he was uh, the president of the American Football Coaches Association. Uh, he put together a study, and and now you guys are doing the three-dimensional coach book by Jeff Duke. Is that right? That's correct, and it comes with a video series that you're able to watch as well, too, and, and share and alike and, and follow through. And then we also get to, to visit about which projects that you're on and what, what is God laying on your heart to go and do. And uh, when I had told them that uh, – God was putting on on my heart to to write two books. Uh, you could just see everybody going, "Are you kidding me?" Because there are a lot of stories that come through. I mean, we are experienced to a lot of game situations and parents and yeah. uh, processes there that you know just takes the time to to capture and put it in a book. And so that's what I've done with uh, with the series baseball with an attitude. Yeah. So um, talking about these books, um, the first book was called Anger Throws a Curveball. Correct. And tell us a little bit about that. What was the motivation about 
this book. And, and I guess maybe even back further is the purpose of you writing this. And then tell us a little bit about that. And then tell us about the second book, This Line Strikes Out. So God um, God has a sense of humor, and I love that. It makes us all individual, right? And and it's about a personal relationship with him. And I had come to Christ uh, 10 years old, went down the aisle, you know, uh, got hooked up, but then drifted away through college and, you know, thought I had it all in control and everything was going well. And then the bottom falls out of my life financially. And God God will get your attention. I am here to attest that he will get your attention. And he got mine. And he freed up time for me. And he put it on my heart that he wanted to take these experiences through the travel ball and Little League and, and these games that were there and put it in the form of a book. And what he targeted me on was an experience that I had. He, he wants these books, I firmly believe, to be in the hands of of boys who don't like to read, and that was me growing up. I yeah, didn't like I, I didn't had like a hard reading. Time. I was slow reader as well. Didn't like it. Um, but there's all kinds of evidence out there that those kids that read do better in school. Mm-hmm. And so it just laid it on my heart. And I had no idea how to write a book. Um, <laughs> I mean, as a C plus student, uh, my kids listening to this are going to go, "Really, you force us to do homework all the time? You're a C plus <laughs> student?" It's like, yes. Um, so I had. No no idea what what to do. I just knew these stories were there, and just started kind of compiling it. Right. Uh, next thing you know, I get an email out of nowhere that says, "Hey, listen in on this webinar if you've ever wanted to write a book." And I was like, "Okay, God, you just keep going. I'm going to do the best I can to be obedient and follow where you're leading me here." So I'd listen to these webinars, uh, come through, get an idea of of what to put down. So I've got this mess of 20,000 words sitting in front of me, and God puts it on the heart and communicates and says, do you remember Ruthie Knobloch? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I loved Ruthie. Ruthie was a, a picture, a little old lady prayer warrior. She would come to these games and say, Paul, this place is, has got demonic warfare here from the games going back and forth and evil. And these nine, ten-year-old kids when are you out were there. Coaching. This is this when is I was when coaching. coaching here in Idaho. This is when I was coaching and we're out there going to town. And she'd sit there and thunder away and pray. She'd grab my wife's hand and the other mom's hands and just right there in the middle of a ball game would start praying. I mean, just unbelievably wonderful woman. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anybody talk to God the way that she talked to God. It was it was impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruthie passes away, and I remember that she had written a book. So I go through and dig it out and find the book, and I look at who published it. And it was uh, a lady by the name of Marilee Donovan from mm-hmm. Sunrise Mountain Books. So I muster up the courage. I find Sunrise Mountain Books on the Internet, and I call her, and I just say, I've got a mess. I know Ruthie. And she says, I love Ruthie. Let's sit down and talk. So she helps me through that process, gets the book published and out and helps me. I mean, that Marilyn Donovan is a saint. She is just, Hmm. just a, a wonderful, wonderful human being. And she took me through how basically to put the book together and edited and crafted it and alike. And we get it out there. So, Anger Throws a Curveball is about... That's uh, book one. That's book one in the series, is about a kid... The coach's kid who struggles with anger issues. He feels like he's got to to do everything for the team. He's got to hit the home runs. He's got to carry all of it. And so he gets frustrated and angry, and he doesn't know how to express that. Well, throughout the Bible, when God talks about anger, his remedy is forgiveness. And it's tough. 
uh, a call goes against yeah, you. Umpire not, makes a bad call. It's not easy. You're supposed <laughs> to forgive the umpire, right? Uh, uh, you strike out. You forgive yourself. Uh, the dad in the book is the coach. He yells at his son. You're supposed to forgive your dad and forgive the coach. So anger throws a curveball is a journey about anger and forgiveness. So I get done with that one, get it published, and I think, okay, good. You know, check it off the box. There we are, God. Wonderful. I'm done. I'll go back into my happy little, you know, life. Mm-hmm. And God doesn't work that way. Because you, because uh, if I'm right, you actually, some of these books you sent overseas. Oh, there Because you had a yes. baseball outreach. Right. Where the, was that to there, So in the Ukraine, um, there's been little leagues in town and uh, and folks who've donated equipment. We've gotten it together and shipped it overseas for uh, for them to, for so them to play the with book, it. You shipped the book as well. So it's uh, so it's out there and it's <clears throat> across the country. You can see on, on Amazon uh, where it picks up and where people have ordered it and like. And so I'm thinking, okay, we're done with this. And then God puts it in my heart and says, we're back at this for book two. Once wow. again, lays me out, gives me the time. Here's how we're going to attack this one. So on book two, um, he said, you're not going through uh, Sunrise uh, Sunrise Mountain Books. You're going to publish this one yourself. Hmm. You're going to come up with the cover work. You're going to do this thing. I've got faith in you. You're going to do this. Off we go. So book two now is 40,000 words. So twice as big <laughs> twice as the first. As twice as big and twice as big. And a little bigger than that first one you gave me. It is. I got, I've, I'm, I'm, and folks, I've got book two in my hands right now. I'm sitting here looking at it. And we're going to do cover. We're going to do a, a giveaway as well. Yeah, for, that's right. We'll do that for, here in just for, a little bit. For the book. So so book two comes along and I'm like, all right, what what do you want? What What is it that, that message that you want God to, to communicate? So we've got the stories and and we've got the action in the baseball game. But what life lesson, what theme do you want? And over and over again, kept pounding on me about truth. So uh, in my mm-hmm. daily devotionals, driven to truth, uh, the, the word truth just keeps coming over and over again. Well, I found through this process, it took twice as long to write, took twice as much struggle, took twice as much attacks on trying to get this thing mm-hmm. done. I mean, it was over 18 months in process to try to get this thing out. And I firmly believe it was because going right head to head with lying, you, which is, you know, one of the devil's tactics is to, to come steal and, and cheat and lie. Mm-hmm. So here we go, writing or writing this book, trying to get it done, and it's about a, a character, Casey, who struggles with telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the game, he has an opportunity to come back and make things right. Um, does he choose the truth, or does he continue to uh, to continue to lie? So both books uh, have a theme of a lot of action to keep boys interested in reading, and then there's the life lesson, the anger uh, and forgiveness, and then this one is the truth and lying. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one of the things as the books get uh, get compiled is my boys had said, uh, you know, dad, don't go over, you know, too much over 200 pages in the book <laughs> because these are for book reports that we wanted to go do. You know, if it gets too much longer, nobody's going to pick them up. So uh, it and has to do one, with that. The book two is 229. 229. So by 29 pages, you're, they're you're, good. You're pretty, they can come in and do the book good. report and, and get through there. So um, it, it was kind of important to go to go and do and to, and to get these through there and, and both boys have read them they were very helpful in remembering some stories that had happened during uh during travel baseball and, and then also also in little leagues so 
that's kind of the journey on the on the two books and and being obedient and just mustering up courage to stand there. Yeah. And it's not easy. That's awesome. So, folks, these are books about baseball, stories and lessons learned, but with biblical application, right, Paul? That's and, true. And dealing with the issues first of anger and then in book two, lying. And so you've got the theme of baseball with an attitude. So I'm sensing there might be a book through. That's a series that's coming through. Yes. And the third one that's kind of rattling around uh, right now has to do with uh, with the coach's kid and the pressure that's there. Because uh, a lot of times you'll find where the head coach and the mm-hmm. coach's kid um, right. are one and the same. And they're the ones that go off on the uh, right. on the game, but it'll probably be in that same age area. The eight year old to the thirteen or fourteen year old is is the target area, right. and so uh, I sent the books off to be measured through this Lexile measurement, and they go through and they do a scoring to figure out which grades and and which gotcha. application form to come back to. Mm-hmm. So it's fifth, sixth, seventh graders uh, scored a nine sixteen and nine ten. Which was right where I wanted it so to be. So it's between that it, nine to ten year old. It's right or in would, that. Would that be fourth, fourth through fifth, maybe sixth grade. Yeah, level, right in level. around in there that is is targeted for them. Um, one cool story is I went into uh, the boys' school and a, a teacher there had invited me to come in and read uh, read a couple of sections. And so I go in and I do a reading. First time I'd ever done that. I was really nervous coming out of it. I got uh, the teacher had compiled a bunch of little thank you notes for the kids. They asked great questions and I loved it and thanks and I play baseball and it was really good to get some feedback because when you're in this you kind of feel like you're in a vacuum does anybody even read it does anybody even know that it's out there and then the the feedback has been has been great for the a couple of the kids a a buddy of mine's kid loves it once book three coming you know when's it going to be out so so it's been fun to see that it that it's working praise God Paul well folks if you're just joining us here on Harvard Athlete we're visiting this morning with coach Paul Venizel and and uh, Paul, how can folks get a hold of it? And we're going to give a book two away here in just a moment to uh, the first uh, either texter or caller, uh, or actually we can do email. To, to We'll put my number and my Fair email enough. there. But how how can they get a hold of book one and two? How, is it on Amazon? So or? book one and two are both on Amazon. Um, it's in an ebook version, and it's also in paperback. So you can get them in both, uh, both styles. It's also Barnes & Noble. You can go online there and order it from, uh, from them. Um, hopefully there will be an audio book at some point i mean it felt a little it felt a little heaviness on that one from the lord saying you need to get in the studio and turn it into an audio book so i think mm-hmm. that'll be wow. down the down the road but right now on amazon if you search either my name uh paul p-a-u-l and then last name's van osdell v is in victor e-n-o-s d is in david e-l you can find it that way or the books just search the titles uh anger throws a curveball and lying strikes out you'll both find them there and then there's a spot in there where my name is highlighted that it can go to the author's page Page. And on the author's page, I've done three videos that kind of behind the scenes. I'll take you. I, t- I shot one of the videos out at the f- baseball fields. So it kind of gives you an idea what the fields look like. Uh-huh. Another one has to do with so some really of the characters. The, yeah, there's the... a little bit behind the scenes in there on uh, on a couple of the videos as well. The other thing you can do is it is in the uh, library system here. So I think there's a, a, a physical hard copy of book one in Star and I think maybe an eagle. Wow! So if you go to the library, um, you can also uh, you can also get a copy of it as as wow. as well there. 
Well, that's great. This is fun. Uh, I'm sitting here reading. It says Casey Howard is a 12 year old average student from Oiledale, Idaho. So you, it's you, a fiction. You bring it I, to mean, Idaho. I do bring it to so Idaho and make up a little sick. Yep. And uh, one of the things you notice when we play travel baseball, uh, I've, I've noticed with the kids when they play against teams from California or Arizona or like, they are all fascinated that there's baseball in Idaho. They think they 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 think the boys <laughs> play with a potato. You know, they think it's just snow, snow all the, the time. Year. Right. And yeah. so I do get some of the weather things in there and do some of the games and some of the action uh, that's through there but it, it was a fun project nerve-wracking uh, but once it's completed it's oh it just praise praise Jesus it, it feels really it feels really good well that's cool so we want to give this book away right now so we'll have the first person either text my phone number which is at 208-697-1051 so that's 208 697 one zero five one or my email at k lewis at fca.org and i'm going to leave this copy here um will you be able to come to the the station and we'll we'll give this away so oh absolutely be my pleasure be a lot of fun so be my pleasure so yeah so folks if you're look if you have a young boy who uh who's you know i remember myself i i love reading about Mountain Man when I was a kid in grade school, and then also sports stars, whether it's baseball or football or track or whatever it was, and wrestlers. I love reading those stories about these 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 athletes, and uh, so this will be fun. So it's a lot of fun to do, and a lot of uh, baseball action in games, and you kind of feel the tension back and forth between the two, and there's some turns yeah. and twists within it too. Uh, but it's a it's a fun journey. Hmm. Well, we were talking earlier, Paul, about um, that you thought, you know, you'd never write a book or you, you said you didn't, as a student, you didn't feel equipped or, or that you were good enough and all those things. And I know we were talking about this, this passage in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians one twenty and 29, where God's talking here, um, or, or Paul, excuse me, Paul's writing to the Corinthians and, and, and uh, he, he, it says here that that he he's talking about God chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring nothing what the world would consider important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. And, and that I love the fact. I mean, you were talking earlier to me before we started recording about that this is you know for the glory of God, and that and so I just was wondering about your thoughts about that and how God is you know, produce this work through you in spite of you. Well, my journey all the way through from, from grade school all the way up through and, and public education and alike, the friends that will listen to this will go, yeah, you're about the last person that we would ever <laughs> think that would sit and write a book. I mean, you get the you get the stares that are like, really? And that's one of the cool things about all the way through the Bible, about who, Lord, God, who God uses. And I would be absolutely yeah. the last person to sit and write a book, let alone two books. Now, it took a lot of folks to help out and there's a lot of support that's out there so it wasn't just just me uh that helps on but that god helps was on this using journey. them as well he was using them you. too and put them on there and it's all about the people in your life the the story about ruthie coming and then the person that ruthie knows and then go through it just all of those connect and there's not you know it, it's not coincidence 
It's a journey that was through there. Oh, you just have to be, uh, you have to be willing to be used and be obedient. And it's it's scary. I mean, there are times when you just don't want to write. There are times when you think it's going to be a failure. There's mm-hmm. the times where the the worldview gets in and says, you know, you have to sell a million books or you're a failure. And it's all it that takes is one kid. That, yeah, yeah, that whole performance oriented kind of thing. And it just takes one kid that that gravitates to it and says, you know what, I'm going to tell the truth or I'm going to go ahead and forgive that umpire. Yeah on that bad call uh, and that's the cool part about it is is I've done my job mm-hmm. God put it on my heart I put it out for him and yeah. then just watch the great things that he does so it's it's fun to be in a relationship with the Lord it's fun to be in partnership with the Lord mm-hmm. and then when you see things happen like the interview today I mean I never would have thought we'd be sitting in a studio visiting about a couple <laughs> of books that I wrote you know a C plus knucklehead that uh, that puts him out there but but praise Jesus that's, that's it's, it's fun yeah we just have a few minutes left Paul I you know I know you said you've been here in idaho for 13 14 years we've known each other for seven eight years um honey you've been involved in fca like you're talking about the coaches huddle um and i know you've been to our fca bowl breakfast that we have in december every year and uh how did i want to go back just a little bit here um how did you get started in coaching and what was it that you know what are some things that you felt that being a christian and really trying to rely on the Lord has really helped you with coaching kids. So uh, got two two boys, and they uh, both you know you put a ball in their hand, and they just went you know went crazy in in growing up. And, and so did you, did you play baseball? Too, I did play up? baseball, and uh, you know they also you know golf clubs and basketballs and footballs. I mean you know just they any kind sports. of any kind of ball. And uh, when they were going into tee balls, we really started the local little league was looking for volunteers. And so I stepped up and said, okay, I'll, uh, I'll volunteer and do a, do a team. And then they came back and said, okay, well, we're looking for board members. We need some help here. And then, you know, it kind of snowballs from there. And then it led to where they, you know, pretty talented and friends and other uh, parents said, well, is there additional time that we can play outside of Little League in the season? Mm -hmm. And so then we explored the whole travel ball area through the summertime and kept on going. And then from the first sun down to the second sun, it kind of kept going on the travel ball side. Um, I would say that the biggest thing I've learned through all of this is... Is it's a relationship with the kids. If the kids believe that you believe in them, mm-hmm. they'll run through through brick walls for mm-hmm. you. If it's just you do this and and get in this swing here and drop this and do it, and it's technical and mechanical, they hear that all day long. Mm-hmm. If the kids truly believe that so you have building, their best interest in them, exactly. And a lot of that just has to do with how is school today. Mm-hmm. You know, you you haven't. You know, it looks like you're having a rough day. Just tell me about it in mm-hmm. thirty seconds mm-hmm. and. All of that, the life lessons in baseball, all kind of tie together. Yeah. It's cool how God can use any of us in whatever walk of life we are, whether it's your coach or a stay-at-home mom or somebody that works, you know, down at Chevron or somebody who's a lawyer or a doctor or nurse. Um, Anything. Just be available. Being available, like you said, and and, and being available to, to tell these stories, to, to coach and to care for kids as a, as a coach and let let Jesus work through you as a as a little league baseball coach. As a little league baseball coach, and you never know what happens. You could have uh, you could have two books on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, folks, um, been visiting this morning with Paul uh, Van Osdell and Paul. Just thank you so much for taking time to be here again. If they are interested in getting your books, 
Um, they can get those on... They can get those on Amazon, and right there in the search, you drop down on books, and you can get an ebook uh, through Kindle, and the Kindle reader's free. You can get an ebook of Lying Strikes Out and Anger Throws a Curveball, or you can buy the uh, paperback, uh, both, uh, both of them on Amazon. Cool. Paul's last name is spelled V-E-N-O-S-D as in David, E-L. Oh, that's great. Well, praise God. It's neat to see God using these books, not only in our country and here locally, but then, like you said, in Ukraine and other places where, uh, where, where people love baseball. And, uh, That's true. And where young boys want to, you know... Uh, get better at reading, so and be good for their book reports. You can check that <laughs> off the check that off the list. That's right. Well, thanks again, Paul, for being here on the air. And folks, if you're interested in getting more information about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho, you can go to fcaidaho.org. And uh, if you want to get involved in a coach's huddle, like the one that Paul's involved with, you guys are going to be get going here in the next month or so. Probably right? in the springtime, yeah. Yeah, so here we are in early February. and um, But I know Steve Miller, he's a great guy and helps lead that um, that coach's huddle. So uh, you can get in touch with, a, touch with us there, in touch with me, and I can get you in touch with Paul or, or Steve. And uh, especially if you coach youth sports, this is a great place to be. And uh, they meet at 7 a.m. over there. So, And you have lots of huddles, right? Yeah, we have you. lots of coaches' huddles. Yeah, we have one that meets over at JB's and Meridian. We have one that meets at Chick-fil-A. Uh, we've got some others actually getting started up, too. So, so, well, Paul, thanks again for taking the time to be here this morning. Ken, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.